Everybody, my name is Mario, and welcome to MCG Labs Movies, Comics, and Games. And with my host, we have Stephen G here. Hi, guys. Yee! First episode, Mario. We are off and running. Just want to talk about who we are, what this podcast will consist of, and um, this has been in the making for over a year. Me and Stephen actually we work together at a uh, grocery store. And uh, we talk about all kinds of stuff, but I guess what got us more in link was the movies that are coming out today, especially Marvel, DC, and of course, our own theories of what's going to happen uh, with the movies that are coming out. And of course, Disney Plus, HBO Max, and of course, uh, Steven's Spiel, which is horror flicks. And, uh, but yeah. So go ahead, Stephen. <laughs> what got you into comic books or what's your favorite cartoon as when you were a kid? Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, I think it started when I, when I was still in elementary school. You know, Saturday morning cartoons were our, you know, bread and butter. Uh, we would turn on at the time. I think still, well, at the time it was called Fox Kids. You remember that, right, Mario? Yeah. So Fox Kids would show, you know, Power, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, they would show Digimon at the time, Pokemon, and then, of course, your favorite, um, The Uncanny X-Men, and then they would show uh, Spider-Man, the animated series, which is what got me into uh, superheroes in the first place. Um, just watching Spider-Man, you know, go from his origins, he got bit by the radioactive spider, gave him superpowers and all that, and it just got me fascinated to be in, to be in their world of all these super people just you know having these amazing abilities and dealing with their arch nemesis you know spider-man with the green goblin rhino electro and it's i don't know ever since then you know i've been so glued to it comic books i've read a little bit of them um spider-man uh, was one of my first comics i ever got and I forgot which I think one of them was a Fantastic Four where it was the zombie version of themselves. So I love that one. And it got me like, wow, this is really cool. But um, I think the well, then the first movie I've ever seen was uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man that came out in 2002. So that was pretty amazing. But my mom, funny enough, she took me out of school to go watch it in theaters. And I just remember the whole time, like, she, why is she pulling me out of school? Am I in trouble or something? <laughs> and then she's like, don't worry about it. And then with that voice, I go, oh, I definitely am in trouble. So <laughs> we get to the movies and then the first poster I see is Spider-Man. And it's him climbing up the side of the building. And then it just says Spider-Man now showing. I go, um, what are we watching? <laughs> a stupid kid, me. What are we watching? But then, the, you know, the intro credit, you know, with, all the animated stuff, you know, him climbing up the building and then all the webs showing each of the, you know, actors. And I'm like, oh, and then watching it from start to finish, I knew instantly I was hooked into the superhero genre, hooked into Spider-Man, which is still my favorite superhero to this day. But yeah, that's pretty much long-winded your question. But for you, Mario, like what was, what was your favorite superhero that you got into? I have a question. Did you watch the old electric company from the 60s and 70s because spider-man was on there too i did not i mean i don't youtube it because i think you told me about it and then the electric company yes. <laughs> i forgot uh, what, what is it we're gonna turn on the power <laughs> i just remember when you kept singing it at work <laughs> yeah because i remember watching that when i was a kid and spider-man was on there and it, he was always, um, I guess, seeking out words and it could be like button or something. And they were always be the nemesis of, of like the, the button thief or something, but he would always try to find the words to make the words or the letters come together. Right. And that's how he would defeat uh, the bad guy. But it was cool though, because all that sound effects back then was pretty cool. Especially when he would do his whip, his uh, whip slinging, it would yeah. go, 
it, it, it was it was really awesome it was really awesome yeah but if you if you ever get to youtube it you should it's or it, maybe i'll get that for you for christmas the electric company just a spider-man uh uh intro <laughs> <laughs> i was saying i gotta find another place to hang it up on the wall <laughs> <laughs> well for me growing up uh it was just basically yeah just whatever we had sticks rocks but when i really got into the uh the, the superheroes was in 1978 when superman actually came in the theaters with christopher reeve may he rest in peace may he rest in peace i've never seen a movie like that in my entire life i was so in awe of his backstory and um that's when i first became aware of his planet Krypton and he's a Kryptonian and uh, that he would get his special powers from the yellow sun and the ability to fly. Hence, I do remember watching all this stuff back in the fifties, all, you know, Saturday morning reruns or, or what have you. But right. uh, it was when I saw the color version, it was Christopher Reeve and I saw the trailers for it back, I guess I was like 12 or 13 years old. It was so awesome. And then when my dad took me, it was my dad and my uncle and myself. And we went, the movie theater was so packed. That's all in each of the movie theaters, all they were showing was Superman. That was it. And it was so packed. And when we saw it, you know, my dad asked me what I want. So I, uh, popcorn and a soda. And we were there for, I don't, I don't even remember how long it was. Uh, of the movie, I think hour and a half, maybe two hours, but it was the best movie that just, of course, you can tell I'm a big Superman fan. Right. And you know, right here. But uh, I was always a big fan, especially when he flew and how he can just, you know, just run super fast when he, when he was younger, when he was uh, uh, trying to beat the train and stuff and all that. It was, it's, he is still my favorite superman hero and that was back in 1978 and then after that i started watching superman the other supermans and then supergirl came out that was really cool with helen slater yeah and then it was really awesome i wish they actually continued on with supergirl like maybe a part two part three but uh but then after that you know saturday morning cartoons with the super friends and then uh of course, Batman, uh, the animated series on KMPH, that was pretty cool. And then after that, it was just watching the cartoons in the late, well, early 90s when X-Men came out. That was really cool because I wasn't too much of an X-Men person until that TV series came out. And then I started buying the comic books, all the X-Men, all the uncanny X-Men. And then it was just the kids and they were called Gen X. Then I started, you know, there were mutants. I didn't know what kind of, I didn't know what it was. And that was the Marvel part of it. But then also on the DC side, I used to watch uh, Wonder Woman and that was yeah. with Linda Carter. Yeah. And she was the best Wonder Woman that I've ever seen. That was super, super awesome. And then the Incredible Hulk with Lou Ferrigno. And Bill Bixby. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to watch that religiously every week to see what was going to happen. You know, oh, my gosh, this is super cool. You know, sometimes I wish if I got angry, I would turn to the Hulk. But but yeah. But yeah. But then after all that happened with the X-Men, then, you know, I was a big fan of of just of that itself. And then in 2000, the year 2000 is when they did their first X-Men film. Yeah. And when everything just was brought to life, you got Storm, you got Wolverine, and you got Rogue, and uh, Professor Xavier, Patrick Stewart, he is, I was hoping it was going to be him, but he is the best Professor Xavier by far, and he's, it was, it's awesome, and, uh, but yeah, but still to this day, I just can't wait for the new Superman, you know, Henry Cavill did a wonderful job. Yeah. And all the movies that he's done, but I still enjoy all the movies and I still enjoy just to, you know, escape from reality and focus into that reality of just letting things go and just 
go into their story, into their character. And, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. And of course, I, I guess I'm more intuitive as far as for superheroes that fly. Of course, you got Captain Marvel up here. Yeah. When I saw her fly, I was like, oh my God, it's so awesome. And then Wonder Woman, when she flew on yeah. the Wonder Woman 84, I was yeah. all like, dude, this is awesome. You know, you can actually see her fly. But yeah, I'm still a big fan of the DC and Marvel. You know, I don't really care what Rotten Tomato says, but I think if you're a big fan of anything, you should just go watch it and just enjoy yourselves. See, but, and that's yeah. another thing too about like Rotten Tomatoes. Um, sometimes their their score isn't up to par with with the fans. You know, because like let's say um, I forgot which which movie it was, but they gave like a really low score. And when I went to go watch it, um, I, I thought it was pretty good. I, like I said, I'm just blanking on the movie right now. But the audience gave it like an 80 something percent. I'm like, so you're seeing the difference, a 40 percent difference from the 48 percent to like an 80 something percent. And I'm like, so these are the diehard fans that stick with it. You know, even if it's like a Marvel movie. Um, just recently, uh, we went to go watch Ant-Man 3 and uh, 40X and. <laughs> Um, Rotten Tomatoes gave it like a 60 something percent, but the audience score gave it like an 83. So you can see the difference from from when they watch it and to when the fans watch it. And I think the fans are the us fans are the most important people because we know the genre. We love the movies that they put out and we're going to go watch it regardless, regardless of what other people say. Everyone has an opinion just like us. We It's our opinion, but you don't know a good movie until you go watch it and yeah to your point mario with all these upcoming movies coming out you know i think the next movie is guardians of the galaxy three no Actually, uh shazam fear of the gods which comes out february 16th but we're gonna watch it on the 15th i do believe on a thursday yeah yeah so we're gonna watch that and um they're already saying that it didn't do well yeah i, I read that too it didn't do well as far as for the box office as well as um, Black Adam when we go when we saw it in October of la- in 2022. But still, even though Shazam, as James Gunn said, what it's in its own world. Yeah. Um, but I'm still gonna watch it. We're still we're still gonna watch it. I'm still gonna yeah. enjoy myself. And you know, it's it's all just part of something that we've been waiting for for a while. I mean, considering you know, of course, COVID happened, and it just prolonged a lot of the movies that were supposed to be out. Um, but now, since you know, it's easing up, and all these movies are finally coming out, I just can't wait to watch since Shazam: Fury of the Gods coming in March. But yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that, and I'm a big fan of of, of Shazam. I couldn't believe the first one. And I just hope they continue on with the story with Black Adam and Shazam and with Superman. I mean, when we saw Black Adam and we saw the the post credit scene. Spoiler alert. With Superman coming down. Oh, my gosh. I said, oh, my like, God. Right when, you know, you know, he's like, send them all. And then you just hear like a sonic boom come out of nowhere. I'm like, oh. And then you see somebody with a cape fly down in the smoke. You don't see it yet. You know, and then all you hear is, you know, I didn't, I already automatically, we knew who the voice was. He's yeah. like, it's been a while since anybody's made the world this nervous. And I go, Mario, I, I was tapping you on the shoulder, I go, Mario, Mario. <laughs> and, then sure yeah. and then they played the original Superman theme song for a little bit. Yeah. And then his suit was almost, yeah, I think it was the iconic, you know, yellow, red, blue. Uh-huh. And then he's like, Black Adam, we should yeah. talk. And then yeah. you see Black Adam smile. And then it gave us hope that, okay, finally, Black Adam, Superman, Shazam are going to be in the next big movie and they're going to fight each other. I go, that was what we're waiting for. But unfortunately, um, the new I think he's the new CEO of DC. Uh, the DC is James Gunn. And he announced that he's going to do a whole new lineup. Um, I think starting with Superman Legacy, I believe that's what it is. And... Mm-hmm. Um, we saw the Flash trailer. It looks amazing. Um, definitely going to go see that one, 40X. <laughs> Mara, do you want to explain 40X to other people in case they don't know it? Yeah, 40X is a movie theater that um, 
sets you into the, that puts you in the movie. So let's yeah. say, of course, at the, like when we saw Black Adam, if when he flew, you the chairs move. It's yeah. it's just like if you go to uh, uh, Universal Studios where the chairs move and if the guns are flying by, you can feel it through your, you know, on the sides. Water splashing, there's water splashing on you. <laughs> uh, uh, it's really awesome. It, the chair, the chair shake and the lightning, and sometimes there's smoke that comes out. Yeah. It is really awesome. If you guys ever get a chance to watch the movies in 4DX in your area, you should just give it a shot, especially with the new movies that are coming out. Of course, Shazam, Fear of the Gods, you got Gardens of the Galaxy. Uh, and then you also got hopefully Thunderbolts this coming fall, Aquaman again, and also uh the Marvels coming out in, in November 10th. I just can't wait to watch all those. I'm anticipating for for me, because I'm a big fan, of course, is the Marvels with, yeah. with uh, Brie Larson playing as Captain Marvel. I don't know. I just can't wait for that. I know there's a lot of people who are not a Captain Marvel fan. Uh, yeah, they I don't, don't know like why. Brie Larson for some odd reason. Yeah. I, don't, I think she, why? and then, yeah, like you're, in your opinion, Mario, do you think Brie Larson is a good Captain Marvel, and I don't. To be honest, me, I don't think they could ca they could have cast any better. I think she was a wonderful choice, uh, Brie Larson. I don't know what the hype is as far as like why they hated her and why they trying to do a petition to get her out as far as not having her play as Captain Marvel. I think they did a wonderful casting um, for her Marvel, uh, casting her as Captain Marvel. I think she's a, a wonderful actress. Yeah. Uh, she got an Oscar for a movie. I think it's called, oh my gosh, I can't remember the movie, uh, where she's actually trapped with her daughter, I do believe, and they were like abducted. Um, but she won a, a, an Oscar for that. And and now she's coming out with all these other extras. Like, I guess she's coming out in Fast and the Furious 10. Yeah, so she's, she's going to be in that one. So I'm like, oh, that's so cool. You know, just for her to be in a more of an action movie. Not that she right. already isn't. You know, she is Captain Marvel. So, you know, she's doing all this flying, you yeah. know, photon blast and whatnot. But I'm like, yeah. for her to be in this franchise is, is different, for, obviously different for her. But I'm just like, in my head, I go, you know, that's, oh, in this movie, her name's so-and-so. I go, no, it's not. That's Carol Danvers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, no, I only know her as Carol Danvers. I'm sorry. No, yeah. that's our wonder. That's, that's our Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why is she not flying? <laughs> and for all you people that are watching us, why, tell us why you don't like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Yeah, give Marvel. us your opinion on that. Yeah. yeah, is it just because you just don't like her or what, or, you know... If you have the proof for it, back it up. But I just don't see it. I mean, she's a wonderful actress. And when I saw her play Captain Marvel, I was shocked. I just can't yeah. wait for the second one to uh, to pop out. Actually, I'm going to turn to you right now, Mario, because you have an interesting couple of, couple of theories about the Marvels. And I think a lot of the fan, the fan people, the fan boys, the fan girls are you know, that read the comics, that watched the TV series, and you watched it because, you you know, we talk about it all the time. So you have an, a theory about the Marvels in the movie and for the post credit scene. So I would really like to hear, again, your opinions and your theories about this. So go ahead, Mario. Okay. I do believe that Rogue will appear in the Marvels coming up in November 10th. I, I just know she's, she's a, a big antagonist, and I know she's going to be there. Either she's Either she's going to be probably as a late teens, 18, 19, maybe early 20s, because Captain Marvel's probably, you know, I think she's in her mid-30s, early 40s. Um, yeah. But I do believe she will appear. I just know she is. And they still haven't named the, the villain in Captain Marvel. Um, either it could be Rogue, but I doubt it, or it could be Mystique. Or it could be a Cree uh, to where, or a scroll, scroll, right? I do, yeah. It's a scroll. I do believe, because they have the ability to change or whatever, but either a scroll, she's the female, and she's going to turn to Mystique. And then I do believe in the post credit scene, um, Rogue will appear either, just like in the cartoon, where in the, I don't know if any of you 
saw a rogue's tale in the x-men uh, series if you haven't seen it watch it because there was a scene there where uh, there was this lady which is mystique dressed up as an older woman and she finds rogue distraught and crying because her father found out she was a mutant disowned her and she didn't know where to go and uh, she caused her boyfriend Cor uh corey uh to have uh, some sort of a a coma attack as she kissed him and uh father found out it's under and then all of a sudden she is in like a bus station and then the lady pops up and tells her looks like you need a meal and a hot bath and she just looks up and then she actually embraces her and makes her part of the brotherhood which is mystique pyro avalanche and uh the blob and of course mystique and and of course, that's when she actually uh, was, there were actually, the Brotherhood was actually fighting Captain Marvel in, a, in the series. And that's when actually uh, Rogue was actually in the plane, stole the plane. She doesn't have any super strength, nothing, just the ability to suck up the person's powers and take those powers for a bit. But then when she took, when she actually uh, went in the plane, kept them, Ms. Marvel came in, yeah. and uh, but yeah, but anyway, I'm just lollygagging because I'm so excited for this film. But no, that's good though, because you, you're giving what could happen. Here. And then when that happens, she's gonna look back, and it's gonna be Rogue. So, it, and that's gonna be either the post credit or the end credits. It has to be either that, or she's already in the film. Right. Either she's already in the film, and then either she's a friend with Kamala or she's like a bully because she was evil in the beginning because she was part of a i guess the brotherhood or part of a gang but she wasn't an x-men until uh she got the ms marvel's powers and then i guess professor xavier came by and tried to help her out or shut her out in her mind to where she can no longer help her ease the pain and not know that she had another person inside of her but yeah, but she took all of her powers. She took all of her, her ability to fly, her ability, her superhuman strength uh, permanently. And, but yet, you know, in the cart, just watch the cartoon. It's called A Rogue's Tale on the X-Men animated series back in the 90s. It's awesome. You guys should, should watch that. You sent me on Twitter the uh, official poster of the Marvels, which um, it's Monica Rambo on top and purple. Um, then Carol Danvers in her iconic red color, and then I know blue color, and then it's Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel in I think reddish orange, and then they all okay. show their yeah they all show their symbols yeah. of their the uniform, which is pretty cool, and that and then um, Guardians of the Galaxy three that's that's going to be a good one, and then which what we're really excited for is I think in two in twenty four or I think it's in twenty five. Secret Wars. Now we've been, yeah. I've been following Twitter and you know Facebook a lot. We both have. We're both sending each other stuff. Um, rumors are going around um, saying that Spider Man is going to have a big role in Kang Dynasty, his own movie. So it makes you wonder what's you know we're all thinking what's his important role in this. You know what what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But what I'm excited for is that. The Fantastic Four movie, which is supposed to come out either next year or 25, which kicks off phase six. Um, I believe they are starting to look for their Sue Storm. And then in the upcoming months, they're going to, you know, Reed Richards, Johnny Storm, and then, of course, you know, Thing. And I'm excited for the for Fantastic Four because that leads into a bigger role, which I think um, is the cosmic saga or it's, I don't know, but. That just means the big bad is coming. One of the big bads, Doctor Doom. Now that is going to be an interesting movie to watch because Doctor Doom is just all out, just big bad. And even his his costume, his you know his you know everything about him is scary. So I'm excited to see that. Um, what about you, Mario? What are you, what are you most excited to see in the upcoming films? I am ready to see the mutants or the X Men. I exactly. I've been waiting patiently for so long. I mean, when I saw 
Okay, I'm 52. <laughs> I'll be 52 <laughs> in August. I just hope I'm still in my 50s when the when the X-Men actually come out or else I'm gonna be in my 70s, but but and retired. But uh <laughs> I just hope that they just either do it, they have to do it well. That's I'm just waiting for the X-Men movie to, to all the X-Men that movies that I've seen were for me, were great. I mean, they were just telling the story. Of course, you know, you got, and then you got the first class, and yeah. then you got X-Men Apocalypse, which I hope they even keep uh, Psylocke, the same actress. You know, I hope they keep her. She did wonderful. Even, um, oh, God. Olivia Munn, right? I'm sorry? Olivia Munn, that was in, she was yeah. in uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah, and then, she of course, she was awesome, dude. And yeah, then when she her did, costume when was she like her... pretty much on point, comic accurate. Yeah, it was great because I know also her power, her uh I guess her sword. I mean, she even has the thing to where there's a comic book to where she can actually embed that into your head. Yeah. And then you feel what that person that you cared for, or the person that you hurt, you will feel that person's hurt. And you would see what's going on, you know. And then when I saw that, I was like, "Man, she's an awesome mutant." Um, but then, you know, of course, she's not going to kill you unless you, you know. But then she's not. Uh, but she will. But but she's yeah. a fantastic actress. And then I hope they keep also uh, Logan's daughter in Logan. Yeah, and she's in um, another TV show that you're watching right now on Amazon Prime. Um, what was it called again, Mario? His Black Materials. I just watched all of it on HBO Max, and it was on HBO Amazon. Max, right. yeah. But yeah, I saw it. She's a wonderful actress. Uh, and when I saw her, I was like, "Oh, that's uh, that's Logan's daughter." And then I saw her because there's other there's other X Men in there in that movie that I that that I was watching, and it's really to me. I thought it's a fantasy getaway, and and it's 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 a great story to watch. If you guys haven't seen it, just watch it. Um, it. It is three seasons and it's already out. Just and it's a wonderful story. Um, it make, it's one of those stories that you have to think. But I hope they keep. I hope she comes back as Logan's daughter, as you know, she's already a teenager. And yeah. then also, have you seen the New Mutants? I've seen the movie. It's been a while, but I've seen. I just. I did watch it. The girl that plays magic. Yeah, she's coming back too. I think right. I hope she comes back and hopefully she becomes or she stays as the mutant magic, which is uh, Colossus' sister. Right. So they're brother and sister. And I, they're Russian, I do believe. And I so think, yeah. so she has the ability to cut through time and she has that sword. And uh, she, I guess she can also create insurgents. And I just hope she pops up somewhere. Um, because she's another great actress. I would love to see her back in the X-Men films coming up in 2025 or 2026. I hope it's soon. But I hope Kevin Feige does a wonderful job because... Uh, well, one he's thing been I great up so far with, you know, with everything, you know. Um, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. We watched that and it was really, it was really emotional because, you know, Chadwick Boseman, may he rest in peace, you know, the true king of Wakanda, it was, I can't, I mean, I, I don't have the words for it, Mario. You, you were there when we watched it. All of us were there. And the just being able audience, to. Was it the whole audience quiet during the summer? Yeah, like, you know, when you guys, you know, when you watch Marvel, you guys know the title card in the beginning where all the superheroes are like, and you see all of them come together and says Marvel Studios. It was so quiet, Mario, because it was nothing, you know, it was Chadwick Boseman, a great tribute to him, you know, what happened to him was was awful obviously you know he, he didn't tell the public about his his illness and you know i'm it's it was just really emotional because then you see you know the you know the whole movie from start to finish you're emotional you go on this wild roller coaster of you know sadness anger because of what's happening and then if you guys haven't seen it yet you know there should be no spoilers because it's been out for a while still spoiler alert the ending scene where we, me and you freaked out was when it is revealed that he had a son. I told you, remember I told you that? Yeah, and I'm, guys, 
Mario called this when when the first trailer came out. Mario called it saying that I think he has a son. But we all yes. in the comic books, Mario, you said that he had a relationship with an X Men. And yes. can you tell me who that X Men was, sir? Storm Aurora Monroe Storm. Yes. Yeah, they had a son. They both had a son, and it was, uh, of course, uh, another mutant. Right. And the mutant's child was called Arjunati, and Arjunati. he has the ability to run fast, just you know, run, and that's the only thing. But you can also see him uh, in the X Men animated films when um, each X Men has their own origin story, and Storm is in it. And that's when uh, you will find out how, why she's claustrophobic, um, how she be, how she, well, at that time, it was a son that she helped uh, breathe life into, but it wasn't hers. She was like the, I don't want to call it, not, a, not like a stepmom. There's a name for it, uh, where they help aid the person or the mom give birth and the child was stillborn and so she breathed air into the child. And then all of a sudden, uh, when he turned in a certain age in his teens, he became, uh, he had a, all these mutant abilities and called Storm Mother. But I do, yeah, but when I called that, I said, he's going to have a son. I just know it. And sure enough, he did, you know, he did. He, he had a son. And I hope that. If it's just, if it's you know it's T'Challa Junior, maybe this T'Challa will marry Storm. In yeah, the because you said that in a you said a theory that we that we've talked about quite a bit of times that Storm is obviously already born, but yeah, he's the same age as she is, or is yeah. she um, a little bit younger or older? I forgot which I one. She is the same age as he is, and I, they meet somewhere, um, and then they become friends in Cairo, I do believe, and then I guess T'Challa, excuse me, uh, uh, Black Panther's son, uh, he goes somewhere or something, and he meets up with Storm, and then, all, you know, in their adolescent years, and then something happened, uh, and then later on, they met each other. And that's when they fell in love. And then they actually, I do believe they got married in one of the comic books. And they, yeah, they had did a, get married in, and I forgot which comic, but they did get married. Yeah. I just hope that it comes to fruition. And I hope that actually we can see Storm somewhere um, in the universe this coming couple of years, maybe in 2026, hopefully, maybe 2025. But you know what? All these movies are, are coming out so fast. And you know, I'm glad that they're taking their time as far as to making to make the stories accurate. Because um, yeah. I know if they don't go by the comic books like so much, I think we will get bored. Because if we go exactly as the comic books, exactly how it goes, then we're probably going to get bored. You know, what I'm anticipating also is for Deadpool three that's coming out. Yeah, let's, we'll, let's, yeah, let's talk about that one for a little bit because when we saw the trailer together, we were at work. <laughs> And I told you, Mario, the official Deadpool 3 trailer is out. And what it was, it was just Ryan Reynolds, you know, sitting down on a couch talking about, guys, we're going to do Deadpool 3. Then the twist, surprise ending, was Hugh Jackman in the background. And he said, hey, Hugh, do you want to be Wolverine again? And he goes, yeah, sure, why not? So that gave <laughs> us a bigger hint that more mutants are coming the original like well the original bad the original bad guy not a bad guy but he's the most i think he's my favorite mutant of all the wolverine is coming back and i'm excited yeah. to see what he's gonna bring into this movie and what i've read was that this version of wolverine is more um let's how do I, vicious there you go that's the word i'm looking for vicious and this guy's this is deadpool's debut into the mcu I'm excited. And then to see the Wolverine back on the big screen again, Hugh Jackman, he's been doing this for since 2000 guys. And when we watched, uh, I didn't watch Logan with you, Mario, unfortunately, but when I went to, when we went to go watch, you know, Logan on our own, it was just a great movie. Logan was good. The Wolverine was good. 
I mean, now we're going to see him again, hopefully. And then he did post on, I think on Instagram, or you think he posted on Twitter too, of a helmet of the actual Wolverine helmet that he's going to be. And so guys, I think we're going to get a comic accurate Wolverine where he's finally going to don his iconic costume, his suit. So I'm excited to see that. Mario, do you have any um, high expect? You have high expectations for this movie, but do you have any theories as far as this movie comes? As far as for theories, I don't know yet. I know. Um, Can we see a trailer, official I, trailer? I know it's going to be a rated R. Yeah, so it's going to be kind of finally, <laughs> lots of blood. And, yes, uh, finally, finally, lots of blood. And I the hope he says, like when he becomes so crazy, Wolverine. Yeah, and he does his trademark call. I think it's Berserker Rage. Yeah, Berserker Rage. Just like he did in the animated. If you guys haven't seen any of the animated movies of uh, the X-Men, I do believe they're yeah. out on Netflix. They are. And they're made in, they're a Japanese animated film and they're yeah. made in Japan. Dude, it's awesome. You it is awesome. You recommended that movie to me too. Yeah. I mean, I when, when Storm froze, like she's on a boat and she was all like, uh, goes, oh, here come the pirates. And she's like, oh my gosh, what? She just did something. And then the whole the whole uh boat froze with everybody in it. And then yeah. it was it was, I was like, what did she just do? Kill them all. But uh, but yeah, it's a really good animated film. But as far as for theories for this one, I don't know, because I know even Deadpool has a a uh, time mechanism to you know to jump time. Yeah, so and now that Deadpool too. Yeah, and he's actually, you know, yeah. And I just hope you get to see, I hope I get to see Cable again and maybe, uh, oh my gosh, I'm running a blank. That mutant that had the big M on his on his face. I don't he, was on, uh, he was on um, uh, Days of Future Past. Yes, I can't remember his name. But uh, but yeah, he was on there as well. Uh, I hope I get to see him, and I just hope there's a glimpse, just a glimpse of the X Men, just a a quick phase. Wouldn't that be so awesome? But like, what? And then I know that in the timeline, it just happens. I just hope that's one of my theories that you see all these times, and all of a sudden something slow, and you see the X Men, and then it just zooms on fast. I just hope that is one of the theories that I. I want to see that. I hope it comes to fruition. That or even the Fantastic Four or yeah. even when they start fighting Galactus, if that ever comes to be. Uh, but but yeah, I just can't wait for that movie to, you know, to to pop up as far as for Deadpool 3. I, and that comes out next year, right? Yeah, next year. I think during the summer, I want to say. I'm not too sure. Yeah. But I remember, but, you know, taking it back as far as... Um, Deadpool 2 um when you know he's when he's in the, he's, he's in the X-Men mansion and then he goes oh who's that putz with the pigeon wings and then sure enough it cuts to a room where and it's the first class version of the X-Men which is James McAvoy, Sophie Turner and a few others Beast um Nicholas Holt he's in there too and I'm 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 um uh, Cyclops I forgot his actor's name but you know it showed a glimpse of them just in a room and they're just looking at them and they're in beast just closed the door. <laughs> and like, so they're like, Oh, that's so sick. You know, but you know, they are in the X-Men mansion. And that is the original. I think that's the original X-Men mansion that was used in the first X-Men movie and all the yeah. X-Men movies. Yeah. And then what gave us a bigger hint that the mutants are coming was that at the end of Ms. Marvel on Disney plus, if you guys haven't watched it, go check it out. It's really good. Spoilers ahead. It is revealed that, um, Kamala's um, what blood sample I think has a mutation and yeah. during that I didn't notice it until Mario you told me this that the X-Men theme played for like three seconds and it was all electric guitar the way it was back in the day you know the theme was yeah. and I go nah so I had to go back on Disney Plus rewatch that scene and then sure enough it was so guys, yeah. that just gives you a hint of where we're going as far as you know MCU is. The mutants are coming. It's gonna take a while, but they are gonna show up. And when they do, guys, Mario talks about you know we talk about this all the time that when we see the X Men 
on the big screen, we're just going to freak out. And it was even yeah. cool that in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, the Illuminati showed up. And we knew that was going to happen. We saw, I think the biggest reveal of the Illuminati was Reed Richards, played by John Krasinski. His entrance was the best. You know, his, you know, his teleportation thing, you know, just goes, you know, the smartest men alive. Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four. And then Mario, did the did the audience not freak out when they saw him? We were cheering yeah. and screaming, man. Yeah, it was, they were just 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 going. It was it was awesome. It was awesome. But did you notice that when he appeared, you know, in that, you know, that Kang used that technology in quantum. Yeah. yeah. And the very end, it goes, wait a minute, wait a minute, we just saw this. And yeah. I was trying to figure out where it was. And then when you said that, yeah. I, someone pointed out that it's in the comics too um that kang you know there, obviously there's different versions of kang but um what i what i read about was a rumor for shang chi 2 uh, the wreckage of time that there's gonna be multiple versions of kang one of them being a martial artist so shang chi is gonna have a big fight scene with this uh, different version of kang so it's gonna be really interesting to see you know, Kang, and we saw a glimpse of him. You know, we can't talk about much about Quantumania yet, you know, but um, I'm go just excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go watch it, guys. It's in theaters right now. But um, it's just amazing to see, you know, the, prog the progression of the Avengers, how they're going, you know, and the route they are going. And I tell Mark, it's like an escalator. You know, they start from Iron Man and it just keeps going up. You yeah. know, it just keeps going up. And I'm, I'm just like, wow, you know, even with this movie, Guys, and just to let you guys know, in Quantumania, there's two credit scenes, post and so stay for both because those are both important. And we, like we like I said, we can't talk about it for a while because it just came out. Um, I think for in your opinion, Mario, um, I was gonna say spoiler alerts. I think spoiler alerts go out the window after two weeks because I think that's enough time for you guys to go watch it, you know, and then we can officially talk about it. But um. Yeah, we, we can't talk about a lot about Quantum Mania, but I get, I would give it an eight out of ten because it was really good. The storyline was good, and Paul Rudd again, he's a great actor. Guy never ages. He never ages, dude. No, there, and there's a lot of actors that don't feel like they don't age. It's so yeah. weird. I just when I saw Paul Rudd and I was like, wait a minute, it wasn't he from Clueless, the, the older yeah. brother? And I was all like, dude, he has not aged. He's doing something right, but uh, but yeah, it's. You guys should just go watch Quantum Mania. I know uh, some of you are probably not an Ant Man fan. I mean, yeah. I mean, but just the just the the visual effects and the storyline was is really good, and you get to see, uh, of course, other big artists in that movie. Uh, hence, one of them was in Ghostbusters. But uh, but it's it was really good. You know, when we watched or because when they started streaming the Snyder version, the Snyder cut of just like four hours long guys when that when that premiered i was asleep it was like four in the morning and then i just remember watching it for from four in the morning till eight and yeah. guys it was insane I, that version is great four I hours think, and you have to take an intermission <laughs> yeah, I, I think if they showed that snyderverse cut in the theaters I would spend, I would have spent top dollar just to watch it. You know, like watch the first two hours, take a half hour break, and then watch the second two hours. Because it came out, what, in HBO Max during Christmas? And it was yeah. in the beginning of COVID. And then, or yeah, the starting of COVID. And everybody did. And it was the number one film that everybody watched. And you know what? When I watched that movie in the theaters, and it was only an hour and a half, maybe two hours, it didn't make a lot of sense because I goes, wait a minute, there's something going on here. It doesn't make any sense. But then when the Snyderverse came out and I watched it, oh my gosh, dude, it made perfect sense. It fill in the, the gaps of where it didn't make sense. And it, you know, the scenes were longer and it was good. I liked it. I think my favorite really like good. thing was the flash, you know, you, you know, him saving Iris West in that accident. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just imagine if Mario, that was in theaters for four hours long intermission between the first two after the first two hours and then the rest yeah like you know but if, if they did that like with the finale or like with the movie like like endgame if 
they did that to where, because I know there's a lot of people, oh, that's too long of a movie, blah, 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 this and that. But for the true hardcore fans that want a great movie, I think if you gave them that option, yeah. then I'm pretty sure it would be like, you should go watch it. And oh my God. And, and you know, it's, it's great. I mean, when Superman versus Batman came out and then they introduced the Wonder Woman, yeah. I, and then her own theme song, and I was all like, that sounded like X-Men, but it was like her theme song. I was all like, what? I wasn't kind of, I was okay. She was a great act. She's a great actress playing Wonder Woman, but I was all, and then when the Wonder Woman movie, the first one that came out, it was her backstory. I was all like, oh Lord, please. I just hope that they don't mess it up and they just do a great movie. And I was actually backpedaling from not watching the movie, but since I'm a big Wonder Woman fan and then from the TV series, and then of course I got an autographed picture from Linda Carter, but um, when I went to go see it, they did a fantastic job. It was yeah. great. It was great from her as a little girl and then how she became an adult and then how she became Wonder Woman. I thought it was great. They did a fantastic job casting her and I hope James Gunn keeps her as Wonder Woman and they yeah. continue on with her legacy as you know being a heroine. And you guys just got to be quiet because we need, there's a lot of super men out there, you know, from Avengers to X-Men and, you know, DC, you got uh, Green Lantern and Superman and Batman and The Flash and all them and Nightwing. I hope they make another, I hope they make a Nightwing movie. But I, there's such a, a, a downtrodden as far as for uh, a female lead, like Captain Marvel, yeah. you know, and all that. But we need those characters to fill in, you know, to to make it all, you know, into a to make it all one. Because you know, yeah. you got you got little kids who look up, you know, Superman or Batman or whoever, you know, Iron Man or, or the Hulk as a as a role model. But you also got these other kids who like, you know, Wonder Woman and who also like Captain Marvel and you know. Uh, all these female leads, Catwoman, even though she's, she's yeah. a, a, a bad chick, but they still got to keep going. You know, I think we need all those characters just to fill in the gaps, but also, you know, we need those, those people to continue with the story to make do and then just, you know, bring the story, you know, come the story alive. Because I do believe the best Catwoman out there was Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. And that's, you know, that's what sucks, too. Like, you know, back, you know, when she did Batman Returns, you know, the, you know, there was the promo, the bat, the cat and the penguin. And then they all came together. It was that was a different kind of trinity to yeah. have the bat, the cat and the penguin. Danny DeVito did a great job as the penguin. He was, you know, ruthless. He was just sinister. He was all that Catwoman, seductive, deadly, dangerous, everything. The Batman. The, the Cape Crusader, the, you know, the Dark Knight himself. He, Michael Keaton, guys, Michael Keaton is going to be in the Flash. Yeah, he's, you know, and I'm excited to see him again take on the Batman again. And of course, he's going to knock it out of the park. See, right there, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and um, Ben Affleck is coming back as the Bat. Whether you guys like Ben Affleck as the Batman, there's a lot of debate for him. I think he's. He is the most comic accurate Batman that we have today. Um, there was a lot of rumors going around saying that I, they're going to recast another Batman, I think. And then um, there's speculation going around that Grant Gustin, because this is his final season of The Flash on the CW, that there was talks about him actually going to be in the Flash movie. Yeah. And there's a lot of, like I said, a lot of speculation going around. Going around, we don't know yet until we actually go watch the movie. But... Who's the actor that plays the Flash in this movie? What's his name? Ezra Miller. Okay. Do you think, as a theory, now do you think he is going to die in this movie? And then the uh, guy. So, the so funny enough, um, Chris that works with us, guys. I'm going to give full credit to Chris because I think he's onto something. He's saying that the Flash that we know. From Batman v Superman to the Justice League, and you know his um, his old cameo on Suicide Squad, that that version of the Flash is going to sacrifice himself to save his doppelganger. 
And there's a scene in the Flash trailer, guys. If you haven't watched it, the Flash, the Flash trailer is out right now. Go check it out because you're going to know what I'm talking about right now. There is a split scene where you see a lightning bolt, a blue lightning bolt coming from, I think, a roof, I think. or They're in a room. goes down on the Flash that we know. And it's it's going through his chest into the other Flash. Now, what I'm thinking is that's the light that Chris thinks that that is the lightning bolt that gave Barry his powers. And it's going to kill him because it's maybe some it's too much power, but he's going to sacrifice himself. So that way he's saving the multiverse, because as you guys know, there's a the new 52 comic book, the flashpoint where Barry Allen goes back in time to save his mother from being killed by the reverse flash. Now, what we, what Chris thinks, I keep saying we, but what Chris thinks is that after he saves his mom, the universe is collapsing, it's collapsing because he's messing with time. It, the, there needs to be a balance, a correction. So I think that's what's going to happen. Because if you notice, Mario, in the trailer, there's more of an orange lightning. Now, that is the alternate universe flash. Whereas the Barry Allen that we know, his lightning is blue. And I think there was a... a a thing where, oh, there's a, a, a diagram of different color lightnings. And I think blue is the most raw, is the strongest. And then whereas orange is that I think he's mastered his speed. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to control it the, and the speed force. So what Chris is thinking that, yeah, the, the alternate version of the Flash, the doppelganger, is going to be the new 52 Flash and is going to be the one to carry on the next you know the whole the whole new DC line. So that's what that's what Chris thinks. Do you so, think uh, what, what's your opinion on that too? Do you think it's going to be that actor that's on the TV series? Grant Gustin, I, I, I can only hope so because he's been doing the Flash for nine years. Yeah, he's a great actor. He, you know, he's a great singer <laughs> because he does a couple of you know musicals in the show, and you know he's a great actor. You know, he's he knows what he's doing. He, you know, to me, he is the Flash. He's the CW. I watched from the first season when it came out, and I'm, I, have, I haven't caught up. I'm sorry to say, with the ninth season, you know, we're, we're, me and you are too, you know, too busy getting ready to do the podcast and all this stuff. So I haven't had much time to watch it. But from what I can tell, it's it's going to be good. Yeah. So yeah, I long winded <laughs> to be long story short, I would hope that Grant Gustin could be the Flash, that yeah. for the main movie, and if they if they cast somebody else. I mean, you know, there was a whole bunch of like things or Elliot Page, he could be the Flash or which would make sense. He looks like a Barry Allen kind of, you know, he's short, scrawny. I can see him as a Flash. And then they wanted a few others. I for, just I can't I, I can't say the names because I don't remember. them. But yeah, I mean, that's what a lot of people saying fan, diehard fans of the Flash. Well, why not make the CW Flash Grant Gustin make him the main the main flash which would make yeah. sense i'm wondering and, if james gunn when he does this the flash thing i wonder if they're gonna bring the punisher jessica jones luke Cage, you know all of them if, if they're all gonna be part of the new dc you know because he even said because it's already it's he said it's already done and he saw what you know how the movie turns out and it's one of the best movies that he said that he was happy to to work on and help write or yeah. he actually wrote it but he said it, it's going to change everything and I was kind of leery because we both I, were we were like what's happening yeah because all the movies that that you know that were coming out from DC I thought they were decent I thought they were great but you know what yeah. the the animated ones that were coming out were even better. I mean, there was like, you know, blood of, and, I can't even uh, name them all. Yeah, I mean, it was really good. And then, you know, and then all of a sudden when James Gunn was was canceling this and canceling that and and recasting this and whatever, everybody was mad. Like, what is he doing? Yeah. But with this trailer, with this trailer that just came out for The Flash and then that it's coming out this July or June? I want to say July, but I, July. Or, or we could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a summer movie. And I do believe that's why they uh, postponed Captain Marvel or the Marvels back in November, considering that they just knew that this movie was going to be the summer movie. 
that right. everybody's going to talk about. And I'm glad because I think they said that the Marvels, that they're doing some more uh, post-credit scenes, I think they said, and then they're yeah, adding more. They're doing it. more reshoots. So I guess, you know, they're doing something correct. So apparently James Gunn knows what he's doing, and I'm really excited. But I'm excited to see new characters emerge in the DC universe. Because, you know, everybody knows Superman, The Flash, Batman, Robin, and all them. But then when you see the other side of it, and you have these new characters, and either you're going to love them or hate them, it's, uh, but it's more characters that they're not just the original ones that we all know, but there are other characters involved in this. Just like when we saw Quantumania, and then we saw Mojo. Not Mojo, uh, Mar uh, Mardok. Mo Mo Modok. And then yeah. when I saw him, I was like, oh, he is always in with the X-Men and what's going on? Why, you know, when I saw him there, I just couldn't believe it because it was all like, oh, you're kidding me. So I just hope that they bring up more of these villains back, you know, where the X-Men fight out. But when this new uh, client comes out, you know, I just can't wait to see, you know, it, I do believe it's, it's going to be animated first and there's going to be a lot of blood in this, in this, in this animated series that's going to come out either next, I think it's next year. It's not going to be this year, um, yeah. but it is going to be something that everybody should watch out for because if you like dark and stuff, the, these, these guys are going to, are going to hit at home. And, um, but yeah, I'm super excited with James Gunn and his, uh, and his team to create all these new characters that everybody's, you know, can't either you know them or you don't, but it's going to be, it's going to be refreshing seeing this happen. Even the Blue Beetle that's coming out this year. Yeah. You know, on, on HBO Max. Not too many people know that who that person is, but there was an animated series, I do believe. I think um, there was, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm excited for that. And, you know, with this new line of movies coming up, I guess, you know, we are going to be pretty occupied for a while, just, you know, giving our theories and and our suggestions that you should go watch it, which you should. I mean, we're not Rotten Tomatoes, but, uh, but you should just go watch it just to escape reality and just have fun. And it's something that, you know, whether it be playing video games or anything else or just like watching your favorite cooking channels or something. But if you enjoy stuff that me and Steven are watching, you know, and you just can, you know, just two nerds who just love the movies and we're just watching with all like little kids and stuff. I mean, it's something that everybody should just, you know, just give it a shot and just try it out. Whatever turns you on as far as, you know, watching cartoons like me, I'm 51 years old, still watching cartoons. Hey, I'm the big head, a big kid at heart. But I just hope, I just hope before I die, I can watch a Thundercat car, a Thundercat movie. That would be so awesome. Oh, you were that talking about so awesome. at work too. That there was a, I think it's a possibility, or it's actually going to happen. We haven't heard anything yet as far as that kind of news goes, but they are going to do a live action uh, Thundercats, and it's going to be cool yeah. because uh, we, we, you know, we talk about oh, who you think is going to be Lionel, or you know, who's going to be this, you know. I'm like Chitara, right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, who's going to play them? I said, I think we had a, a a few people in mind to play Lionel. Um, but I'm just excited because I'm like, yeah, I mean, they should do that alive. I mean, they're already doing Transformers, you know, yeah. obviously. suffice to say superheroes are not going to go anywhere anytime soon. You know, especially with this new line of DC coming out, possible young Avengers. So that just means more movies for them. Um, video game wise, there's a lot, you know, um, James Gunn even said that when he was talking about the lineup for the new DC, he said the movies, the shows, games. They're all connected. So yeah. even the video games are going to be connected. So that's going to be cool to see. And then into the video game world to dive into that real quick. Um, the new Suicide Squad, the new Suicide Squad, I think it's called Killed the Justice League, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, Batman's going to be in it. And guys, it it was Kevin Conroy. May he rest in peace. The If you guys don't know who Kevin Conroy is, he was the he was the voice actor for Batman in the animated series. He was in a lot of, you know, a few animated movies. Um, he did uh, all the Arkham games. 
from Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and then Arkham Knight. He was the Batman. Guys, may he rest in peace. He was a great, great actor, voice actor. He, you know, he he made my childhood what it is today. I mean, you know, and playing the Arkham Knight was amazing. You know, all the Arkham games were good. But now playing Suicide Squad, um, it hasn't come out yet, but to play it is going to be amazing. And this, like I said, this will be Kevin Conroy's last voice over he did for his for his last you know his career and i'm i can't wait to play it because just just hit, hear him say i'm batman you know it's gonna be cool to hear one more time in his voice but um and then mario you said that you don't play video games no way you want to be more of a spectator <laughs> more of a spectator i would i mean if you're playing batman you know i'll, I'll probably just go watch it oh my god this is so cool and blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, if it was me playing and I'd probably get killed or something or, <laughs> you know, bless runs me over. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not, I'm more of a spectator than, than a, I mean, when DC Universe Online came out on PS3, I want to say 2017 or 14, oh, yeah. I played that and it was so much fun. Me and my brother played online and we did a lot of that. And it was cool because you created your own superhero, your own villain. And but yeah, it it was really neat because the one I did, I guess he had my hair, he had my beard, he had a red top and then blue blue pants. It looked kind of looked like I want to say Wonder Boy, <laughs> but <clears throat> he had the ability to fly, which is pretty cool. <clears throat> but but yeah, there was a lot of people that I met playing DC Universe online. But that was the only game. I mean, I play. Resident Evil and stuff and all that, but then you know, after a while, I'm like, okay, should I, should it keep going or should it just kill Leon off? You know, have yeah. him get eaten by the zombies or something. But yeah, I'm not. I mean, considering you know, I love the video games that, that, that come out. I mean, I bought the like the Metal Gear Solid. I guess when the video game was coming out they were actually going to pull that game because I guess they're saying the, the part where he goes on missions and you see buildings, those are actual buildings that Sony didn't have rights to because those are actual oh. buildings that the complex is the one. And then they were, I guess the military personnel just saw it and he was all like at the Pentagon, I guess. And he was going, hey, those are actual buildings. <clears throat> call Sony, tell them to pull all those games down and to redo it. So then everybody started buying it. I bought the Metal Gear Solid one, two, three in the <clears throat> in a in the in a disc form on Amazon, and now it's not for sale anymore because I bought that like two, three years ago, and yeah. now it's they completely redid everything. So, but I just got it just because I remember not playing it. Because I remember my brothers were playing and I was more of a spectator. And it was cool because, you know, you know, when you hear, like, trr, trr, oh, yeah. snake, oh, you know, it's, it's really cool. But yeah, but I'd rather give that spill to Steven here because he knows about the games and I'm pretty sure he's already going to buy Hogwarts. <clears throat> the new oh, I was playing it before the podcast. <laughs> but, and I was telling Noel too. Noel, she's our editor. Uh, she's muted yeah. right now. But I was talking to Noel yesterday, and I was watching Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Uh, you know, I love I love the whole Harry Potter series. You know, even the Fantastic Beast series. Um, I was watching Chamber of Secrets, and then I was playing Hogwarts Legacy. So it was pretty fun to watch to multitask watching the movie and then actually playing the game. So it was pretty fun. And um, yeah, I mean, as far as, you know, video games go, I'm a, you know, I'm not saying I'm a big gamer. Um, you know, I try to keep in touch with a lot of these new games. A lot of them I don't like. I'm more of a, because some people like first person shooters, like Call of Duty, they like Resident Evil. I mean, I like my horror games, like indie horror games, yeah. you know, and then horror movies. I'm a big fan of horror movies. Mario knows that because I post a lot about about that on my, you know, on my Instagram. Um, uh, with Scream 6 coming out, everyone's like, another Scream? I go, no, no, dude, this is cool. I'm going to go watch it. And um, not in 4DX because <laughs> not that one. Just Marvel <laughs> movies, DC movies. Um, yeah, hey, you're, watch watch, you're watching Scream 6 on the 4DX and 
the part where they're slashing. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I feel like I'm actually getting killed. I go, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, as far as like horror movies go, I'm excited. Scream is going to come out in March 10th, I want to say. So you know I'm going to go watch that one. And then um, I'm, I'm blanking on a lot of horror movies. Like they're supposed to do an Exorcist remake. I probably will go watch it. Yeah, you laugh at that, the original. <laughs> I'm scared I'm going, sorry, I'm scared going like this. I've never laughing at ah. the Exorcist. I've never, I've never seen the Exorcist movie. Never. Okay. I was like, eh. But then when I when Netflix had it out for Halloween and I saw it, I laughed. It was so funny. I mean, the part, the part where okay, who who what's the act, okay, who's the actress? What's the actress's Linda name? Blair. Okay, with Linda Blair was peeing on the carpet in front of her family and then oh my god my dear the mother oh my god honey you know if that happened to me you know that would have been and then, <laughs> go, go get a towel clean that up i mean i was laughing <laughs> and i was all like no way and then the part where it's where she's like you know oh you know like me like me i was like seriously i was laughing at that too because i'm like you know, she's probably listening to her mom or whatever. And then, and then my friend Ron goes, are you laughing at this? And I go, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. I mean, people are like, oh, my God, you shouldn't be laughing. That's so, it's so, uh, no, it's blasphemy or whatever. I think yeah, it was iconic. Like, yeah. I'd rather watch the birds again because that could happen. I mean, you know, yeah. like, oh, I'm trapped in the phone booth and oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, you know, oh. And let's just continue on with our, our next podcast coming up pretty soon. And we'll continue with all that. I'm your host, Mario. And I'm Steven. Guys, go follow us on our Instagrams. Uh, Mario, what's your Instagram? Instagram is look, it's Mr. Marvel. And mine is supersteve94. Guys, go show us some love. Um, we have our podcast page, MCG Labs, up and running right now. Go follow it. Um, guys, we're excited to keep going on, man. This is this was a good episode, Mario. You know, um, we're gonna see each other tomorrow at work, <laughs> so we'll talk more about it tomorrow. Alrighty, alright, everybody. So and uh, and other than that, peace. Later, guys. We hope to see you again soon. Goodbye.